Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 175 of the WW Bro Podcast with me, your host, Anthony DiDomenico. The podcast is always available at www.podcast.podbean.com as well as on iTunes. And while you're there, please do not forget to five-star rate and review. That's right. When you're on iTunes listening, just go down, five-star rate and review. I love reading reviews. I love sharing them on social media and bragging about the best podcast listeners out there, and that's you guys. Um, Built Bars are having awesome sales, especially during this weekend. There was birthday cake, white chocolate birthday cake. They came out back out with orange for a day. They're always releasing new flavors. You can go to BuiltBar.com, use code WWBROPODCAST, and save yourself at least 10% off your order. The best tasting nitro brew out there, in my mind anyway, is Sailaway Coffee. I have one of these every day, sailawaycoffee.com. Use code WWBRO10 and save yourself 10% off your order. Normally, the podcast comes to you live every Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Facebook, as well as on Instagram over at Comic Anthony D. Um, but because of Memorial Day, I am bringing you uh, an old favorite. Not really an old favorite. This podcast was done um, last September. It's episode 138. And it's uh was kind of a cross between the Fat Guy Forum with Gormy and the ALG podcast with um, John J. Arp's journey. And we recorded this as a, it was a send-off to Gormy. Gormy was moving out to San Diego, and we decided, me and John, to take a trip up to see him, and we recorded this crossover episode of the podcast. I thought it would be fun just to share it today. Um you know, because it was something that we want to do again. We we would love to take a trip out to California and see Gormy over in San Diego and go ahead and do another crossover podcast episode. And it's just, it's fun. We, ha- you know, you meet people along this journey, especially, you know, people not doing the journey you're doing. And that's one of the reasons why I started this podcast to begin with, as I said, is to get views from uh, all different aspects of weight loss. Now, Gormy does keto. John had um, the sur- uh, weight loss surgery. I do WW, but yet we all come together here on Common Ground, and it really comes across through this episode. Uh, so sit back, take a listen to this episode. If you haven't heard it yet, you're in for a treat. It was a really fun episode to do. And don't worry, next Monday we'll be back live with a, a new episode, 176. Uh, so sit back, take a listen to this one. I, I really had a good time with it, and... Um, I will definitely see you guys next week live, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Facebook and at Instagram at Comic Anthony D. Welcome, everybody, to a special, very special podcast, the WW Bro Podcast, the Accountable Podcast, and the Fat Guy Forum. I'm here with Gormy, J. Arp's Journey, John, uh, or Jarp's Journey, as we've been calling him the whole day because it annoys him. But here, this is a, a kind of like a round table type of part in the pun. Is that a fat joke? I, so I, was just I feel, like, I feel like the fat, fat jokes have started already. That's the best joke I've made in uh, in six months. I, I'm not going to argue with that. I'm, I'm on board with I that. I feel like the best joke I've made in six months now that, you know, comedy's kind of shut down in New York. But this is a, a special kind of podcast we're doing here. We're doing it live here at Gormy's parents' house. Uh, Gormy is actually moving to San Diego. That is true. And when I heard that, I was like, okay, we were always planning to do a podcast here from uh, Tammany Hall, Correct. the the bar and cigar bar you hang out at. And it just never happened with COVID and everything. So when I heard you were moving, 
And then you, you gave the date. I was like, okay, um, I got We got to come up. We got to actually do something here. And that's when I talked to uh, Gagoots over here. Yeah. So and, I had Anthony on the ALG podcast. Water bottle has been destroying that. I know. I just I, I moved it because I'm killing like, me, and I'm like, he probably didn't. So I had I, I had Anthony on the ALG podcast, and he had mentioned to me. I, you know, we were just talking about Gormy and how amazing he is and whatnot. And uh, you know, I said that you know I was trying to get out to Rhode Island before Gormy made the big move, and he told me that he had made. Here, you so got to talk on the mic there. You gotta, like this? Yeah, I mean, if you have a podcast, you know that. I mean, my podcast is just like this. I didn't know we were going to break balls now, but if we <laughs> break balls, we can break balls. <laughs> anyway, so Anthony told me he was making the trip out to Rhode Island, and here I am. Yeah. yeah. And it's nice because we're sitting out here. We're, we're enjoying a cigar, and uh, we're going to chop it up a little bit. And it's and here, I mean, at this table here, I we've all lost over 200 pounds, which if you think over 600 pounds yeah. lost between us, so... A few years ago, we wouldn't all be able to fit here in the screen if you're watching on Facebook Live. Correct. Very true. But now we, we can do it. That's one of the reasons. That's the reason why we lost the weight is really to. On your screen. Yeah. And, you know, I, I've had both these guys on my podcast before. I've been on theirs. But we'll do a quick rundown, I guess, of, you know, how we got to where we are and, you know, why we started. So I'll start with, uh, you know, we'll do a little, uh, since he's a young one, we'll have him go first. Or tell my story. Yeah, again? give a little backstory. Just a little I quick backstory. Before age. Yeah. Um, okay. So you know, if you don't know, my name is John Arpino. I used to be 510 pounds. Um, I almost lost my life in front of my family, and I decided to uh, change up my lifestyle. Uh, today, I'm down 272 pounds. Wow. And uh, yeah, I mean, guys like Gourmet, guys like Anthony, are people that kept me inspired through my journey. And because of podcasts like uh, you know the Fat Guy Forum and you know WW Bro Podcast. I've been able to kind of pave my own way and, you know, start my own podcast with my partner, the Accountable Life Group. And we're just trying to help and inspire and hopefully someone listens to us and uh, changes their lives. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's great. 270 pounds is, is absolutely amazing. And you said there, you, you, you know, you were fighting with possible losing your life, right. which is, I think, one of the reasons why everybody starts a, a weight loss journey to begin with, because they, they do fear that. But you actually had a real moment of like, you know, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I had an EMT look me dead in the eye and tell me I'm so sorry as they wheeled me out of my house. So at that point, I, I knew I had, you know, kind of messed up. That's crazy. That's I mean, I didn't have anything that dramatic. I, I'm down right now currently 210 pounds. At my heaviest, I was 583, um, which people, somebody actually posted on Facebook. I remember when you were 640. I'm like, I was never 640. Like, I, was, I, I said what I was. I mean, I, were you? Were you 640? I, I, no, I was. I'm pretty sure. I, I would admit it if I was 640. I wasn't a. I did a whole podcast could, where I revealed yeah, how my could, starting weight. How could they not know? Because you were the one Instagram that detectives you, on it. you kept your 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 starting weight hidden from the world for a long time. For a long time. It was like literally. I think that's why I started following your story more because I was like, someday we're gonna know how how fat this bastard was. Someday he's going to reveal. I mean, God damn, he will reveal it someday. I need to know. Yes. And then you started teasing us. You're like, I when I get to this it, yeah. point, I will. And then it was like <laughs> dancing around. And then you were like down 200 and then not down 200 and then down 200. And not. It was there is so much drama in your weight loss it journey. Is. I, and it, it keeps me riveted. I like to run it like a, an episode of 90210. It's, yeah. it's, it's a lot. It's a lot going on. No, but what happened was I revealed it when I lost. 200 when I first hit 200 down and I did it because I was always ashamed of how much I weighed. And, and when I first went back to WW again and they had, you know, I did the books at the time and it wasn't all on your phone. So they had the book. I look in the book and I saw 583. I was like, are you kidding me? 
So it was always something that I held close and was guarded about. And, and then I'm finally like, you know what? I'm just going to say it. Well, and I'll do it at the two. I hit 200 and that'll be the episode. And it's my second most downloaded episode. Wow. Because when people actually DM me how much, what was your starting weight? I just send them the link. Such a Smart. snob. Yeah. Such, such a great, such a great snob. marketing. That is it, really fantastic good. hot linking. It's genius. That's I think great. the kids call that hot linking. No, I'm not going to talk to you, but here's this link that you can find out all that information out. Yeah. Why not? It's, it's you're, even, you're lucky I even opened your DM at this point. Well, that's like sending someone a let me Google it for you link. That, oh, that, yeah. That's Gourmet, my favorite thing Gourmet's, on the planet. That's the, the best. Because people DM Gourmet some random stuff, and he'll just be like, why don't you just Google that answer? <laughs> I've never heard of steak. What exactly is a steak? Well, yeah, that's something, something like that, I guess. But no, it's... um. So I, I joined. I'll be right back. I joined. Uh, oh, we had a little uh, technical difficulty here. The dog. But no, I joined WW back uh, May first, twenty seventeen. I I didn't have like a moment where that was being wheeled out. I thought I was gonna have to be wheeled out. I I had like one of those meals where it was full into your throat, and I couldn't breathe. And it was just getting to the point where I couldn't walk around anymore. And I was like, I have two choices. I can either you know get the surgery or I could. Try to do this again for the millionth time, man. Psh, well, easy way out. No, it, I don't think it, it scares me. It's it honestly scared me all, always. You know, sur- it's surgery. It's they're going in and they're messing with your body. Of course, no. I listen. John had the me. surgery. I had the surgery. John, well, we, we get. To, I was I know, get to that's that. why he's mocking himself. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want any of your people watching this live to think that that John's just an bashing. Ass. Yeah, no, no he's, he's not. He's, for other yeah. reasons. He's yeah. We'll get into that later. So that's really my story. And uh, Gorm, if you want to give a little background sure. on, on you, well, um, I'll I'll say. Luckily, I I have not had surgery, nor was I as massively overweight as Anthony was. Um, I mean, you were you were 583 pounds. I honestly, I don't think I could imagine being that heavy. I was only, I was just a scant 540 pounds at my heaviest. It was, it was nowhere near. I mean, wow. I mean, I, I. You guys make my five ten seem like so, a measly little nothing. I am so proud that you're still here. I mean, like, I am excited for you. I that think you're most still people here. are. I mean, like, that's, I think his whole family is very happy. Uh, I mean, to be honest with you. Um, so yeah, I was 540 pounds at my heaviest. I lost all of the weight in 2010, 2011, 2012, in 2013, May of 2013, I was 210 pounds from 540. And six months later, I gained 270 pounds back. So one more time. How many months? Um, actually it was five and a half months. I gained 270 pounds, which honestly, I feel like is a Guinness record, but because I don't have a weigh in at a doctor, it can't be proven to them. So, but I, Swear to God, like that's you lost you're definitely owed some. I broke some land speed records there, but so I got back up into the high 400s. I think the only thing that kept me from getting to 540 or 583, yeah, was the rampant blood sugar issues going on in my body. I was clearly pre-diabetic and eventually probably full-blown untreated diabetic, and I knew I was going to die. You know, like all of us, like yeah. I knew that was coming. I was, you know, severely food addicted and probably still am. Um, oh yeah, and. Decided that I wanted to live for the first time in my life, but knew that I couldn't do it the same way I did it before. And it, it's never, for me, I honestly believe it's not about what tool you use to lose your weight. You, if you don't get your head right, if you don't work on your mindset, you don't understand what's motivating you and what's driving you and, like, stay focused on that. So I put that together and I, I you know, dropped the weight again. And, you know, I'm, I'm back down over, you know. Down three hundred pounds. But, that, that's amazing. You know, it's so, absolutely wild. He he's lost. Yeah, he's lost. He's the king. He's lost more than all of us. Uh, but I mean, it, it's. I shouldn't have regained it in the first place. It's like no. honestly, like that. It's no, and I, I, I understand it. I get from, it. Though. But it's like it's this idea that like 
you know, you shouldn't have to go through it. I mean, like, I discovered along the way that I had a heart attack at some point and didn't know it. That's, like, yeah. I mean, crazy. like, there's there's all of these things going on, right. you know, like, that we can live with. And I, th- I think that's one of the, the worst things. I mean, look at the fact that we're three people sitting here that were over 500 pounds. And we were there for a while. Yeah. yeah. It uh, wasn't like you, you were over 500 pounds and all of a sudden you were like, holy crap, I need to do something. I, I was over 500 pounds for almost um, almost 10 years. I mean, it was it's and it's scary to think about that. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, you know, I, I knew I was 500 pounds probably 2010. So seven years before I did something, I, I was well I was well over 500 pounds. And I lost weight in between before. Like, you you know, you're saying, you know, you lose because you never you hit the nail on the head, but you never fix upstairs. Right. The head is really what you have to get the mindset done, because between 22 and 23, I dropped 150 pounds and I was in the best shape of my life. It was the thinnest I ever was in as an adult. And I never fixed upstairs, and then it just it came back on fast. I couldn't believe how fast it was coming back on. And then plus more. Um, so I probably gained 200 pounds in less than a year. Wow. And then, you know, a year That's and a half bad. maybe. I mean, well, you could do it in two months. You I could do it. Yeah, you could, if you pushed, you could have gone a little faster. Well, you know me. I, I, I like to be lazy with it. Um, and then I lost 100 <laughs> pounds for my brother's wedding in 2000, from 2011 to 12. Or it was, yeah, it was 2011 to 12. And then I just gained that right back afterwards. I mean, it never, until you fix upstairs. You guys are making me jealous. I feel like I need to gain my weight back to lose it again. Well, you're so young. I mean, yeah, you're, you, you're, let's be honest. <laughs> let's be honest. Thanks, you, guys. You, you, you got plenty of time ahead of you, boy. <laughs> Let me tell you what the future is for. I got you. a lot left in the you're tank. Doing, the, way you, the way I was watching you eat cheese tonight, don't worry, it's coming. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. I thought that surgery cut your stomach off. Don't worry. Yeah. And, and that skin removal surgery is going to leave you with some hefty love handles, is all we're going to say. Because when you have the surgery and you regain the weight, it comes back in different places. Yeah, so uh, what I learned tonight is that Hope I get an ass. Anyway. bariatric surgery, cheese, is the kryptonite. Oh, yeah. No, I'm kidding. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> no he's not, you're not lying. You're not lying. There was, I, I, single-handedly, I think he took down about two to three pounds of cheese. Probably. Yeah, it's a good thing you know we're in Rhode Island, the cheese state. No, I don't know. Is it? No, it's Wisconsin. Not. I think no. that's Wisconsin. I know. I'm just, I'm just. We're kidding. in Providence, Rhode Island, everybody. But All yeah, before me. we came up to Pro- Providence, Rhode Island, which everybody was asking me, like, you know, oh, where are you going in Rhode Island? I said Providence. Oh, what part? Uh, Providence. I, I don't know. There's, is there different sections to Providence? There are actually. There's, there's, there's many different sections. But it's like the smallest state in the well, union. Well, the funny thing is, so here's, here's one of the interesting things for those people out there who don't know. So there's Providence, and when you're in Providence, there's the east side of Providence, the west side, the north side, the south side. There are two other cities in Rhode Island also called North Providence, but that is not the north end of Providence. That's North Providence, the city. And then there is East Providence, which is not the east side of Providence. It's another city called East Providence. This is why it's all Providence. It makes no sense. So where, which which Providence is it? The Farrelly Brothers movies take place. Um, that's Providence proper. That would be Providence proper. Proper, yeah. Yeah. properly and properly. And they are mostly mostly filmed on the east side because that's where all the rich people live. Oh, really? Shout out some, to Brown University. If some honest. of their movies don't look like the rich people neighborhoods. Yeah, they're not. They're probably in the. There's, there's there's other hoods to film in. All right. But literally, you're talking about just a couple square miles, so really, is it hard to move the camera that far? No. No, no, no. it's not. No, no, no. But no, it was a great drive up here, and uh, I brought all my food, too. I felt bad. You got you wanted to go to, like, to a restaurant and stuff, and I, I felt bad, like, I'm ruining your time. Um, it was cute. He ate breakfast, you know, sitting next to me out of a little tub of water. We had a really we had a nice time. I had a little cup of coffee. He didn't offer me any of his bacon because it was already weighed out, but, you know, it's okay. Oh, well, it's waiting Let's be realistic. Whether yeah. you brought food with you or not, 
you were going to ruin today. Okay, good. I'm, yeah. I don't want to disappoint. In any right. way. Listen, I figured we were going to have a nice car ride up. We were going to talk the whole time. He sat there with a miserable puss on his face the whole ride. You are such words. a liar. I listened to every little story you had. Yeah. Now, I have a, I have a question. In the, I, have a que- yeah. I have a question about the car ride, and I'm sure this is yeah. not what people want to know about. But how many times did John have you read his Instagram comments to him <laughs> well, and type replies? That's what I was doing. That's I mean, why I, I put some legitimate I'm, I'm going to need you to hold this phone, and I'm going to need you to reply to some comments. And he's like, make sure you tell him it's J-Ops. We let the curse on this thing? Uh, no, oh, we can't, no, right? We shouldn't. Oh, yeah. We've done it already, like, probably oh, you a dozen have, times. You, you notice how I have a truck yet driver. Curve. Because adult. you sweared so much on my podcast. So much. Sweared? Is that a word? Yeah. I don't know. All I know is, how many times did he ask you to write a firecracker and a rocket emoji? So many. I, I It's on my phone permanently now, and I, I'm kind of upset about it. <laughs> it's like it's now those, those are always going to pop up in your recents now forever. Yeah, it's funny. Like I was gonna actually put a thing up, like when we were driving up, like I'm riding up with Jay Arps to Rhode Island, uh, over under how many times he says "cuzzy." Mm. Listen, cuz, <laughs> you better stop it right now. We're gonna end this podcast. There's a reason why I got uh, separate rooms here. You know, it's uh, I got a hotel with two 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 bedrooms. It's really beautiful, guys. We have a nice little living room together, a fireplace. Fireplace. We're gonna put on casino later, and we're gonna do each other's nails. It's gonna be fun. They're down by the airport in Warwick, Rhode Island, in scenic Warwick, Rhode Island. Oh yes, we're in Warwick. What kind of neighborhood is that? There's a Longhorns. Yeah, you're not. It's not. You're, you're near the airport, so oh, like, there's kind of there's probably a lot of hookers. Wow. Which you know, I, yeah, listen, no now, one, both of you. Now we're talking. Not a bad, not a bad evening ahead. Now we're having. This is gonna be a better night. Uh, I mean, we're excited about it. No, I, uh, listen, that's not what I do. I've never. I don't. You're gonna no. kick me out of the bed for a hooker, really? No, you could. Yeah, it's two bedrooms. Two bedrooms. You're in your own I room. I really thought that the other, you know. He's locking the door. Wait, one was going to just put the clothes and one will get sleeping? Yeah. No. Oh, that's that's, that's the reason working. I got two rooms. That's, oh. This isn't that kind of podcast. Oh. No, it's not the kind keep of podcast. That, keep that over on yours. Oh, my, my bad. But, uh, <laughs> no, but staying on track today was very important to me. Uh, so, I, I, I always, you know, when I go somewhere now, I bring all my food. I'm like a, I'm like a bag lady. I, I come with a bag of food. Do you guys do that at all, or are you, are you even, like, that conscious of, like, you I feel know... like in the beginning I was, because I had to bring weight out food and, uh, you know, stuff that I could eat, because when I first started my journey, I, I, I still, to this day, don't eat bread or anything, so I had to have my little grilled chicken, my broccoli rob, that was it. That's all I really ate was grilled chicken, broccoli rob, and then eventually Steve got me to eat rice, which was a tooth and nail battle. Is it is that your stomach can't handle it with the surgery? It, it's not that it couldn't handle it. It was, I got a set of rules, you know, before going into bariatric surgery. Okay. And it was like, don't eat carbs for a year. Don't eat soda for a year. Really? Don't do this. Yeah, so I kind of took that whole don't do this for a year for, almost don't do it for life. Like, to this day, I still don't drink anything with bubbles in it. Just because, you know, it gives me agita. Okay. I, see, I didn't understand. Like, I, I understand a lot of people I know that had the surgery have told me kind of like the same right. rules and stuff. But then, like, I see people have had it. They're drinking the seltzers, they're yeah. drinking beer, they're drinking soda again. There's like your stomach after a while. It's okay to have that stuff. Yeah, I mean, listen, just like anything else, your your stomach is going to eventually restretch. Yeah, you know, it's just natural, and that's why there is this scary thing called revision surgery, and that's why a lot of the time, instead of getting um, full um, gastric bypass, they'll start you off with the gastric sleeve because okay. they're actually giving you that safety net in case you you know you give up. And you have to get revision. They can quickly turn that sleeve into a bypass. Now, what does revision mean? Like, is it gonna go back in again? Do it again. Get it again. That's that scares me. And Gorman, you went with keto. That was your. Uh... I I I I go keto. <laughs> trying to Gormy, just, I, was, I was trying to make a, a, a keto. something good on my handle, but no, oh, okay. keto. 
Yeah, no, keto's my thing. And, like, I, I spent a lot of time um, bringing my own food. And, mm-hmm. I mean, well, I mean, let's be honest. Like, you know, if you're someone that really likes food, which I'm someone who really likes food, I, I don't think you're over 500 pounds if you don't really like food. I think we're both um, well in that category. One of the things, there probably were ways sometimes that I could have eaten the food that other people were eating, mm-hmm. you know, like had right, you know, the right portions or whatever. But when your food is limited, especially when you're cutting calories, because that is a part of the ketogenic diet, even if people want to try to say it's not. Right. Um, yeah. I want to make sure that I enjoy the food that I'm eating and that it's cooked the way I like it cooked and seasoned the way I like it seasoned. And so often I would bring my own food just to make sure that I was going to be able to hit the ingredients I wanted to hit. I don't want to, you know, like I'm not big on seed oils and things along those lines. So yeah. I wanted to make sure it was cooked in what I wanted it cooked in. And I, you know, something I've, I've talked with, like I work as a coach now and, you know, I've talked with a lot of my clients. I'm like, there were times where, you know, like my, the, my, we're visiting, you know, we're at my parents' house right now. There were often times where I would finish my food because I, I intermittent fast. And I know that's something you're doing yep. a lot now, but I'm a little bit different with my intermittent fasting. Like I was not a wait as long in the day to eat right. and then kind of have a window of like noon to six or noon to seven or whatever. I was more um, a seven or eight to noon. So I was eating okay. all, really? I was because I found for me because one of the things that I found for me with like my food obsession was if I had more food coming later in the day, I spent the day folks fixated on that food coming. If I got the food out of the way, as it were, then I could focus on other things and not have that, that food be there. So there were times where I would have all my food eaten and my family would call and say, oh, we're doing a big family dinner. We're all going yeah. here for dinner. Do you want to come? And I would go. And I would have sit and have sparkling water with lemon or lime in it okay. and just sit there with them and not eat. Cool. And I think it's one of those things like I think one of the, you know, not to go on a rant about it, but I think too often people are looking for a way to lose weight where they're never going to be. They expect that they're never going to be hungry. Right. And they expect that they're never going to want to, you know, that's <laughs> never going to happen. Yeah. And realistically, if you have weight to lose, you're going to be hungry yeah. because as human beings, being hungry is okay. Right. It's just that we teach ourselves that it's not okay to be hungry. So we eat all the time. Yeah, hunger's like, bad, man. Hunger, hunger is not a bad thing. Debilitating hunger where you can't function is a bad thing. Right. Like, that's a bad thing. And you should be eating a diet that satiates you. But the idea that, you know, it's been, you know, five or six hours since you ate and you're getting hungry, right. that's not bad. You know, that's not a bad thing. No, it's not. And see what, I, see, what I like about fasting, I like to eat. I eat a window between 11 and 6 or 7. But usually I try to cut off at, at uh, 6 and get a 17-hour fast. Um, what I like about it, though, is that, see, for me, I will eat a lot in the morning and then like at night. So I try to cut it off from where my problem areas were. So if my first meal is at 11, I'm then full. So by the time I am ready for dinner now and I'm, then I eat again, it actually can hold me then till to the next morning. And for me though, if I cut it off at 12, that's me. That's too many hours for me that I'm awake, that I'm not eating. And not even that I'm hungry. So I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about food. I'm thinking about food. Well, uh, yeah, because that's the food addict of me. I, I, I want to keep food in my face every five seconds, which is that why something I never thought intermittent fasting would work for me. Right. But it's actually it's helped me a lot rein in that structure. And the same thing with cal- uh, calorie counting with it as well. You said a lot of people on keto don't monitor the calories. And it's the same thing on WW. But, I mean, weight loss is simple in the fact that it's calories in, calories out. And without a caloric deficit, you're not going to lose weight. Right. It's a simple thing of it. And that's and the thing is and the thing that's interesting. Like I think the thing that people don't necessarily get is, right. I'm I'm not staying up as late as most people are staying up because I was getting I'm getting up to go to the gym. You know, back before COVID and all everything schedules you changed and everything. I was getting up at quarter of four. Right. You know, I was at the gym by four thirty. So I'm going to bed. 
seven o'clock some nights. Yeah, yeah, I'd always you know, notice like, you were going to bed like like seven, eight, eight o'clock. Yeah, like I, I was normally in bed and asleep by eight o'clock. Yeah, I like, used to talk to Gormy in like seven forty five, be like, All right, bud, can't talk to you anymore. I'm going to bed now. Yeah. What's that like going to bed that early? It's amazing. Is it? Literally, really? it's, it's the most amazing thing. I have too much FOMO to go to bed that early. What? I hate too much FOMO. Yeah, I, I don't know what FOMO is. You're missing out. I'm oh. 47. I don't care what anyone else is doing. Yeah, I don't care. I I'm 41. I don't care what anyone else is doing either. I just you know, like watch like sports and TV. And well, stuff that's like the that. thing. Is like I, to be, and this is where people will tune out on me. But I don't really watch TV. Like I don't really watch oh, TV. Yeah. Well, I don't watch. Live I would TV. say like I watched, like up until COVID, mm-hmm. I probably watched on average two hours of television a month. Really? Yeah. I know you're a big reader. Uh, yeah, you know, I you, read and I listen to podcasts, and so I'm not not my podcast, but other podcasts. Right? Oh, yeah. no, I, well, he only I, listens to his podcast. Yeah. I don't know if you know that. I also, just so you guys know, I have not listened. This is on it. This is the honest. Oh truth. no, I know it is. I haven't listened to the episodes of your your shows that I have been on because I hate. Oh, I've never listened. Myself talking. I've, I've never I don't listen to, to my yeah. own podcast. I didn't yeah. listen to the ones I was on yours either because well, of that same you, reason. You're not missing out on much when you're not listening to the, to, to yourself, like right. or me. Please, I know they're probably the most downloaded episodes you both have. <laughs> I'm just yeah, kidding. Might have been the most ex-fat guest on Gourmet's podcast. One point. Who, yours? That was the one where you don't talk into the microphone? No, I said... I, no, the one where I absolutely <laughs> do not talk into the microphone. I had decided I wanted to hurt some other people, so I made up a story that John was the most requested guest. Oh, no, you made up that story? No, I didn't oh, make no, up sorry. It was true. Oh. You were, but, well, I, you were actually people... That, when I had one time, even before we started, like, you know, we're friends, I put up a thing, who we want me on the podcast... And your name came up a bunch of times. I'll really? Give you, yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. Wow, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. I'll have you guys know I've never put up a poll like that a day in my life. But I did reach out to you guys to have you on the podcast. Yes, you oh, did. Oh, don't worry. That. You've put up a poll many times. I put up many polls. My favorite right now is this or that. I like to do that. A lot of people like to get involved in whether you like oh, you one thing or the other. Okay. We'll just talk about that now. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm, I it went over, it you went right over his head. It did. It it went did. way over his head. He's young. That's He's a very young man. He doesn't understand. How late? Are you allowed to stay up? Like you're, I, I got to put. It, I got permission tonight for eleven thirty. Nice. Okay, you, you you're checking to see like you have a, you have a notification. I was told, to told to I had to put him in bed by a certain time. Uh, if, I, if I if I I'm babysitting him actually right. on this yeah. trip. That's what's going on. Yep. Uh, he, it's funny. <laughs> I learned today also to get off the weight loss subject for a second. Um, everybody in his family's got a personalized license plate. <laughs> <laughs> I do too, though. You do? I have a personalized license plate. Yeah, it's do not you? my name. It says. Um, Okay, okay. So uh, my my license plate is crypto with a K because it's named after my car is named after Superman's dog, which is awesome. Okay. Um, so, but what I didn't realize was, you know, cryptocurrency has become such a big thing. Oh, so people think people <laughs> assume that I'm some like crypto trader. Yeah. And I'm worried about my car getting broken into. Like my shitty 2006 Chevy Aveo <laughs> is getting going to get broken into because people think I'm rich. And I'm like, no. But I will say this is the funny thing. Every time anyone has ever mentioned my cars, my license plate, it's always been in the, in the context of cryptographic currency or cryptogen. I don't know, whatever it is. Right. So, I was at the UPS store the other day, and a guy came out with a hand truck to help me get some boxes. And he goes, "People must ask you to buy that license plate off you all the time." And I'm like, "Yeah, but I don't deal crypto in cryptocurrency." And he goes, "What do you mean? I, I don't know what that is." And I go, well, "What do you think that means?" He goes, "That's Superman's dog." And I was like, that is a sign that I'm doing the right thing. There you go. Like, that's my sign. Going to the UPS store, shipping all my stuff. There it is. They earn my business. You see, I didn't even know that. Uh, Superman had a dog. Yeah. That's crazy. But yours is is your Instagram handle. So, yeah, my my license plate is JARP with a J. You know, not not crypto with a K. And uh, my mother's license plate. He's an aspiring SoundCloud rapper, apparently. And uh, my mother's is Mama E. 
That's what Shout I said out to, to Mama E. If she's like, watching, she probably is. This is on Facebook. So. Like, is that a good rap name? Is J J Arp? Is yeah, that it's it? J Arp? With a little dash. The New York State you know logo is the rem- dash. You know what your handle reminds me of? And I don't know if you saw this movie or not. I don't know if anybody saw it. This is going to just again prove my love for like rom coms and chick flicks and stuff like that. Um, and that thing you do, the original, the name of the, the band is the Wonders, but originally they spelt it O N E, like one, oh. like the Beatles have like beat yeah. you know, in the name, and everyone called them the O'Neaters. And to me, like people call you, that's what I hear. Like when people like Jarps, oh, when they call like, me Jarps, he's like, no, it's not Jarps, it's not Jarps. And it's like it's confusing. It's not confusing. It's, it's very, very easy. When John was five hundred and ten pounds, his his street name was Little Jarps. I thought it would have been like that. I feel like that's appropriate. Yeah, <laughs> Lil L I L. Yeah, it was Lil, Lil Jarps. Jarps. Nah, Jarps. when I, when I was big though, I was Big J. I hated that. Yeah, I I, that. I um in school, I started calling myself Heavy D. Did you? They called me Brucey because of the kid who eats the chocolate cake and Matilda. <laughs> that sucked. I don't know if you know who Heavy D is. He was. Of course, a, I know who okay. Heavy D is. Well, listen, I don't know. How, I don't know. Think how, that I live in a cave. I don't know how um what you know nineties rap you listen to, but I just started calling myself that. So it was a name that people can call me and still refer to my weight and not make up their own. Right. Like this way. This way. It's like okay, I got it covered already, and yeah. it's ammunition out the gun. You can't and shoot it's me. It's kind of cool because it's. There was a rapper named Heavy D, and like, so I was like, oh, right. it's it's better than whatever you're going to come up with. I actually, I, I have a picture on my Instagram of me and Little John, and I always make the caption, Little John and Big John. Yeah, I hate be, I hated being called Big Guy, yeah, uh, that's Big annoying. Fella. Did you, did you like that at all? I didn't mind you, it. You, you like Cuzzy? Cuzzy? No, I don't like Cuzzy either. So well, I mean, to be fair, like, I lived, like... <laughs> As much as I knew my weight was killing me, I yeah. like I adopted the big guy identity. Like I liked, like my the the thing with my friends, like they knew, like especially you know if we're hanging out like at Tammany where we're gonna go later. Yeah. If another big guy came in the bar, I right. would be like, I need to fight that guy because this bar only can have one fat guy. You are only allowed one resident fat guy per bar, and he is not taking my spot. That a, bastard. That guy tonight. What? I would love to watch you get into a fight with a fat guy tonight. Well, I mean, if you push your luck, I'm going to get into a fight with you. You can go down anytime <laughs> you want there. <laughs> Big, Big J. Big J. Big OG. Let me see what you learned in wrestling school. <laughs> Come here, kid. That sounds more like a conversation the two of you are going to have later. To Probably. Be yeah. 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 I'm going to be like, we're going to be laying this by 1 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, Jarp? Well, no, I think. <laughs> Jarp, you wake. You wake, Not Jarp. To, show me a talk. Show me a, a, a talking about Slamboree '97. I want to know what an arm part feels like. Oh God, that's this went dark fast. Um, <laughs> to take away, you know, like to to take it back to the topic at hand. Yeah, is there I really a topic at hand? I though? was, I, I think I was bullied bullied so harshly in in grammar school, like in in like my younger years, up until seventh grade, like so very harshly. Like there was, and the, the funny thing is, like there was a ring of bullies in my Catholic school. Wow, they were led by a, a girl. And Girls so every time I would that. go to the principal or my teacher and say that I was getting bullied, <clears throat> they would basically say, you're going to let a girl push you around. And that was the response. Yes. Well, <laughs> here's the funny. Here's the story where it takes a little bit of a twist. She eventually got kicked out of school for threatening a teacher with okay. violence. And four months after that was arrested because she attempted to kill her mother. Oh, wow. my God. Did you, so this wait, person, did you ask the teacher how are you going to let a little girl bully you? Wait, what? After, after no, that's that? what the teacher said to me. I know, but did no, you just throw it back at them? I should have. I see, you should have. But I wasn't smart enough at that point. <laughs> no, so I, when I, so by the time when I, we moved, when I went into eighth grade, and I decided when I went into eighth grade that, like, I was going to not let that happen. Right. So I just embraced being, you know, being, at that point, I embraced being, you know, bigger. I embraced okay. what I was doing. Like, it was what it was. I don't feel you like know, you I really never, had a choice, though. Well, I mean, yeah, like, I don't think it ever was something that, you know, I didn't. 
I did my best to not let it hold me back. You know, I ran for class office. I right. did all of those things. Like, it was like, okay, this is just going to be a part of who I am. Like, and, you, and like, I know, like, you and I have talked about this, Anthony. Like, if you make the joke first, other people can't make the joke. You take the power yeah. away. Right. So I got really good at making the joke first. You cool. know, I was going to make the jokes about what I was eating and, you know, my size and the fat guy walking into the bar. Like, you know, all of that. So. Well, you see, the thing, like you said about the bullying, and I think maybe that's why. I mean, I always lived like, you know, the, I was the big guy and I accepted that role. But I was more sensitive about it because I was never bullied that bad. Like, I never, I got, of course, I get, you know, kids make jokes and this and that. But it wasn't well, to the. You're a lucky one, huh? Yeah, I, I really, you know, I was. Because, and maybe one of the things is that I had a sharp tongue where, like, if somebody said something, I had to come mm. back for it. Of course. And, but I just, you know, I played sports. I was good at sports. I was, you know, my brother likes to point out I wasn't as good as him, but whatever. Um, never had to make his a varsity. I athlete. never had to make his a varsity athlete. And I, my brother, to the you ask him to this day, he he th- thinks he is the well. He'll say it. He's the greatest little league baseball player of all time. Wow. I mean, I've actually heard that. <laughs> You've heard that. And here's here's the thing: people have actually. Oh, you got yeah, movie truck. Come on, what's going on with you? You don't know where to park the car. Ladies and gentlemen, truck. a little bit of a break from Big J. Yeah, so I'll, I'll tell <laughs> the story me. about my brother. Yeah, so let's put it down on the table there, just lightly. There we go. Put it down. Um, so my 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 brother's wife was going somewhere. I forget what it was, and and she's like, "Di Domenico, are you? Is it Mike Di Domenico? Any chance?" She's mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, it's my husband." He goes, "He's like the greatest little league baseball player of all time." So it's actually documented. But like, when I'm getting back to the, my point. Is that I never really had that bullying situation where um, I had to develop like a thick skin. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm still very sensitive about it to this day. And I think that's one of the reasons why when it came to announcing my starting weight, I was so guarded with it. Right. Because like you almost like it's like you, this is it. This is who I am. And I right. weigh this amount and this nothing. Who cares? But to me, it was always that thing where I was like it was a, it was a shield. And I never wanted anybody to know because I was, I was embarrassed by it. Oh, I understand. And and that's like a, I think like the, like you're saying the difference like. If you, like, you go to my Instagram account now, and it's about, like, my weight loss journey yeah. and health and helping people. But if you scroll back on that same account three years, four years, it's a very different page. Yeah. Like, it's almost like a sideshow of, like, my what my fat life was like. It was very much about, you know, kind of pushing back against people and pushing buttons and telling fat jokes and, you know, putting it out there so that, you know, other people wouldn't be able to come at me about yeah. it because I was coming at it first. Like it was like, that was the identity. And the funny thing is like, I have a lot of people following me who were following me then. You okay. Know? And I, some of them actually have said they followed me then with like a morbid curiosity to see how long I was going to live, you know, to see if I wasn't going to make it. Yeah. You know, like they were kind of like, you're, you're probably going to die. But it also like, that's why like I post wild before pictures. I have some pretty like, insane. you have the best before pic- yeah. because you actually took some great pictures. Like you the one I like is always the one with the cake on your face. Oh, yeah. Or where you're sitting there with the cake on your stomach. Yeah. And it's like, no, these are pictures you took. Like, you oh, yeah. actually choose to take these pictures. And, again, now you have them for that reason, which is, did you know you were going to do that? Or is that Well, like, I uh, posted them on Instagram. Those are all pictures that I posted oh, on Oh, those are pictures? Those aren't pictures you just took? No, to, yeah. They, oh, weren't, okay. they weren't before pictures that I staged. Like, those were pictures I took and posted on Instagram. My account used to be called Gormandizer. Because okay. my last name's Gorman, and the word Gormandize means to eat voraciously, so okay. I felt like it was perfect. Um, is, I see you got big words there. I don't know yeah, what that means. Yeah, it's a very much, it's very much, very I, had, I had to look it up. I, had, I didn't know that that's what it meant. Actually, it was someone else. Uh, one, of my, one of my friends was like, you know, the word Gormandize means to eat voraciously. That sounds like you. And, like, that's where, like, that, that handle came from. But, 
yeah, like I said, my account was very different. It was very much like this is what I'm doing. You know, am I getting four Big Macs tonight? So you're going to see a picture of four Big Macs. Yeah, you, know? you got like the, the the pictures are insane. The ones you took, you know, oh, yeah. it's now it's great because you have those before pictures. Um, but you know, like you're saying about the whole thing, people followed you to see if you were going to live. Right. You know, with the comics. A lot of the comics would like joke around, like you know, oh, I got him for thirty eight or thirty nine. Mm. Like in my forty first birthday, one of my best friends, uh, comedian John Ziegler, sent me a text message. I just lost, I, I just lost more money, mm. you know, because I, <laughs> I hit forty one. So it's like it's, which you know, we we can joke about right. it. And comics always do. We we joke about the sickest things. I was actually telling uh, John some of the things that people said in, in green rooms on on the way up. But it's true. It's like, you know, you kind of build that wall and like you did, you built your wall was that, okay, I'm going to own it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put it out there. And what are you going to say? I'm here taking a picture of right. four Big Macs. Right. Like I, I like that. Yeah. I, I'm. There's literally nothing you could say to me to shame me. Like right. there's yeah. no way to, there's no way to fat shame me when I'm taking a picture. Yeah, it can't you be, know, hey, you're that fat because you eat four Big Macs. I'm balancing yeah. a pumpkin pie on my stomach <laughs> and taking a picture. It's more like, oh, I think the reaction people have is more like, oh. Okay, that he happened. Likes that pumpkin. Pie. Oh wow, that. And the funny thing is now, like when I post that picture, people because I've shared it a couple times, people will be like, "Is that pumpkin pie? Did you <laughs> did you eat the whole pumpkin pie? Because I've just always dreamt of having my own pumpkin pie." And I'm like, "You, well, you, you did fat wrong. Did, if you yeah. never had your own pumpkin did, pie, did you did you tell this story while I was out?" Front about uh, the whole Thanksgiving dinner that you once made yourself with desserts. No, I didn't oh, that's tell my that story. favorite story of all time. Please tell it. It is a good story. Okay. So, very quickly, elevator speech. Just one for you guys. Uh, the Thanksgiving dinner is my favorite meal of the year. And when I was younger, and my parents hosted Thanksgiving, my mom hosted Thanksgiving. There was always those great leftovers around. And then you know, families change, things split up, dinners happen in different places, and I just didn't have those leftovers around. And so I missed them to the point that I had started this tradition of cooking Thanksgiving dinners for myself. And it started with just, like, making, you know, copying a couple of recipes. And I had one year where I was I was working as a residence hall director at a college, so I was required to be on campus for duty for the day after Thanksgiving, so there was an actually, like, a college official around. And I decided that was the day I was going to make my own Thanksgiving feast. So I, I cooked a seven-pound turkey. I made mashed potatoes, a five-pound bag of mashed potatoes. Yes, he did. I made a full recipe of my stepmother's meat stuffing. I made a full recipe of my grandfather's bread stuffing. I made corn, buttered corn. I made green bean casserole. I made sweet potatoes with marshmallows. I made homemade bread and gravy, and I made two pies. And from 4 o'clock in the afternoon till the time I went to bed, I ate the entire thing. All of it. All of it. The whole thing. Yeah, I mean, like you said before, if you you were never fat unless you sat down with a pie and a fork. Right. I mean, because I've done that too in the, in the past. Like it's like you buy it, you go to the store, get a cake or pie of your choosing, and you just open the, the box and yeah. you just sit there and you and then most most of the time it was in my car because then like you know I'm the not gonna throw it out at home. Pie. I think food food to me that was where that was my secret spot. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Was the car, um, especially when I then like when I was in relationships and and actually I lived with somebody at one point, you know my health was always in question because not because they wanted me to lose weight for the physical because they they fell in love with me as the, you know I was a big guy that wasn't the issue, the issue was now we're building a life, and are you going to be around for that? And mm-hmm. I want you around. That's why they do, they wanted me to get healthy. So at one point my ex was made when I was living with her she was making me like food she'd make me like really healthy lunches and food and. I would eat that, but I'd also, the place next door, I would order, like, they had rainbow cookie cake. Mm. 
I'm like, can you send that over? And they're like, a piece? I'm like, no. I mean, I like to, I want to take it home. I got to I don't forget. And during the day, I would just be cutting away at that pie or milkshakes or burgers. And then I would get home from work, and I wouldn't be hungry because I literally ate my whole day at work. And she's like, how are you hungry? I sent you with a sandwich and an apple. And, like, you had, like, you know, the food I sent you with, you should be very hungry at this point. You should be hungry at this point. Now it's time to eat. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm just full. Maybe I'm, it's working. Yeah, the maybe sandwich. Maybe it's working. That sandwich and that apple were very. Yeah, it's delicious. I don't delicious. know what you did in that sandwich, The huh? turkey, the protein <laughs> in that was absolutely amazing. Why is there why, why is there frosting on your eyebrows? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I have about. no idea. But, so, no, you're right. Like, I, I think you're right. It's like that idea. Like, I'm very much, like, I've talked to a lot of guys on my podcast who are not sneak eaters. You know, are not the kind of the hidden eaters, but oh, I, I loved. Yeah. There was nothing I loved more than that sneak eating. Like oh, when yeah. I turned sixteen, like being able to drive, yeah, drive, um, you know, drive my car, you know, go to a drive-through, like all of those things. And there are even some, what's it called, um, bakeries here in Providence that, like, I would order a cake and have them write something on it for someone. Oh, that's I wanted genius. that cake, like. Oh, yeah. No. Well, I would do the whole, uh, you know, walk up to the front of the line and pretend that I was getting other people's orders together as I rambled off, you know, what I wanted off the value meal and, and whatnot. Are we still recording? Yeah, we're recording, so you can no, we're talk. we're recording. Come yeah. on. Oh, I apologize. Do you want no, me to go check but, and see if something's wrong with it? Um, no, we just keep, keep going. It's going to come back up. Well, if it doesn't, but just keep talking like the podcast. Well, we should talk. We like should talk. So I would, you know, I would go, podcast. I would go to McDonald's or Taco Bell, and you know, I would order something wrong seven, eight McDonald's. different things, and act like you know I was trying to remember everyone else's order that I was supposedly going to hang oh, out yeah. with. When really it was, I was ordering you know thirty eight dollars of Taco Bell just for myself, and then sitting in my car in the parking lot alone. And I remember I would drive under. So in in the Taco Bell parking lot, there was a big light, you know, a big lamp post, and I would park two spots over from that. Because you couldn't see inside the car then. And yeah. I would just sit and I would stuff my face with as much Taco Bell as humanly possible. Dust off all the crumbs. Hop out the car really quick. Do a little shake off. Get back in the car and then drive home. And then probably hit the snack drawer as soon as I got home. Mm. Understood. I mean, like, I, I've also told I've told the story many times on my podcast and other shows. Like, driving to dinner with the family one night. Right. Um, I ate, ate Big Macs in the car on the way. Eight yeah. Big Macs. Eight Big Macs, huh? Yeah, I... I um, I've never it had was, a Big it Mac. It was on a deer, and I was on my way to dinner with the family, and I wanted to make sure I had enough food, so I decided I was going to – It was, and this was also back when you could get two Big Macs, I think for $3 right. was the sale they did. Right. So it was really not spending as much money as you might think. Uh, <laughs> but for me, you know, and that honest, I, I'd love to say that was the only time that I got eight Big Macs, but it wasn't. I'm gonna go check the router. Uh, I guess you want to check the router. Yeah, at this I'm gonna. Point. I'll be back. Okay. So, um, okay. Here we go. All right. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I'm. I'm. We're having some technical yeah. difficulties here, folks. You know, I'm just gonna take you through. This is John Arpino talking now. I got Anthony <laughs> to the right of me, and he's he's really trying to figure out what's going no, on here Cor- with this internet. It's back. Um, the soundboard. No. Okay. Um. Everything's so, going really well. No, it's the internet here in the house that we're having issues with. Is it up here at all? I, I mean, I can it. always just turn my phone into a hotspot. If so, you're listening uh, at home. If you're is... listening at home, I'm really sorry that this is going on right now. Uh, I think Anthony just broke a sweat. And, uh... Yeah. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I'm probably going to have to edit this out uh, when I do the pod. I never edit anything out, but I'm definitely going to edit this part out just because we're trying to get back on on live here. Um, but, like, the sneak, I was, like I said, sneak eating was my was my thing. Right. And it almost felt like my it's a thing. high. 
it was a high. It was like, and I explained it to people as, you know, what food addiction is. It is like a drug addiction. Right. It, it is, you know, and people will throw that to the side. Like, no, it's not. You don't have to eat. Uh, you, you know, you don't have to eat like that. Like, no, I don't have to eat like that. No, but yeah. But I have to eat. Right. So food became like my drug. And I, I really attribute it to people, attribute it to when people, you know, go like to a place and they're getting, you know, um, whatever they're on there. If they're taking, you know, heroin or cocaine mm-hmm. and they're, um, you know, then they go to their place and they do that. That's what food was for me. Parking right. lots. Um, I would go to any abandoned place. I don't want even people around me. Oh, yeah. No, that was embarrassing. That's why I wouldn't park under a lamp. Even strangers I didn't want around me. I just wanted to be in. And then, you know, it was great when we got smartphones. Yeah. Because then I'd sit in a place and I'd watch movies and I'd watch, like, TV. (laughs) And I I would be, like, in heaven. Yeah. Absolutely, dude. When the WWE Network came out, I was the happiest person in the world. I would go and get food and sit in my car all by myself and watch old 90s wrestling and not a care in the world. I'd just sit there. Yeah. And I think that's really what, what um, and I still have that. Like, I still want to, like, eat in my car. And I oh, still yeah. want to, like, every time I get my car, yeah. I have that urge to, like, pop off somewhere and just be like. Well, I think that, honestly, like, that speaks to something that I, I think is a big problem that happens in the in the weight loss space is there are people out there that will say it's possible to make those behaviors and those desires for those behaviors to go away. Right. And I honestly, I don't think that. I don't think we ever 100% eliminate cravings. I don't think we eliminate those old behaviors. No. I no. think what happens is we get better at acknowledging what they are for ourselves. Yes. And we build better mechanisms coping with them. I you agree. Know, we build better better skills at handling the situations that we normally would use those 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 tricks and things. So we would go to those behaviors. It, it's all about— But it doesn't mean that they go away. No. No. No, they don't go away because, I mean, and I, I think for a while this is why I kind of got stuck— um, I, 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 I'm just coming out of like a year long plateau mm-hmm. and, you know, like my, my buddy who is John Z, I mentioned before, he's a personal trainer and, you know, he knows a little about nutrition and he said at 583, all you had to do is cut your food a little bit and wiggle your feet and you would have lost weight. I mean, that's really basically oh, what yeah. at that point. And it got to a point where I lost 200 pounds and then I was kind of still eating the same calories and, and everything else. And I had the knee injury and. So things I really didn't reduce my calories, and then when COVID hit, what that part of the 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 plateau was, I started trying to get creative with with my food. Like, and it, you guys follow me on Instagram, you know that you know I like to make things look like it was. I don't know if I follow you. Well, if you if you ever do follow me, go back. You really should a check bit. out his page. Sometimes it's good. But I do make food like that I would like, like chicken parm or pancakes, and I I make a healthier version. Now a lot of the times to get these things to that thing, you have to add a lot of stuff. Even though it's not points, mm-hmm. it's still calories. Right. So now if you notice, since I've been doing the, I've incorporated with, into my WW plan macro counting and calorie counting and intermittent fasting, my food is very, sometimes boring, mm-hmm. okay. so to speak. And I'm now coming to grips with, and I'm trying to where food is my fuel. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, to fuel me to that next thing. So right. my meal that I really get creative with this breakfast and everything else is just, it's time to eat and, and I eat and, and I'm, and I'm to tell you the truth. I, I'm not bored as, as boring as it is. I'm not bored with it. Right. Because I, I like to see that scale go down and I, well, I like you, the results. you have a goal, you know what I mean? Yes. Like that's why it makes it easier. And that's, that's a big proponent as to why uh bariatric surgery worked for me in the long run, because it, it actually, like Anthony just said, it taught me that 
Food is fuel. And just like any fuel you put in your car, if you put bad fuel in your car, you put diesel in a gasoline car, it's not going to go. So yeah. it's not, you're not going to get to that end point. So it's not even about the food being boring. Once you take the, the, uh, the enjoyment, I never want to say you want to take enjoyment out of food, but once you take oh, away that God. spectacular aura away for a little bit and you realize that you're really just, you're eating this food so you can get through the rest of your day, right. yeah. then it becomes you know, a bit easier. It cuts that edge off a bit. And I think, I think what the difference is, and, and the difference in perspective is, you know, and I, I think all three of us would say this, like we used to use food as entertainment. Right. Mm-hmm. Food was the fun. Yes. Food yes. was the entertainment. There's a difference between that and between seeing food as fuel that can be enjoyed. And yeah. I think that's the perspective. Like, it's one of those things. Like, when I first started working with my coach, uh, who I actually now work with as a coach, he said to me in one of our first conversations that one of my goals for you is that I want you to start seeing food as fuel that can be enjoyed, not as enjoyment. And yeah. I laughed at him. And I said, buddy, I don't ever see that happening. Right. I don't ever think that will happen. And then probably about six or seven months in, I was having a conversation with someone on Instagram, and I said to them, you need to get to a place where you see food as fuel that can be enjoyed and not as your sense of enjoyment. And I immediately said to myself, God damn it, he's right. Yeah. <laughs> like, now, I, now I'm saying it to other people. Yeah. Right? yeah like, and I realized, like, I believe that. Like, I honestly think, I think it's okay to enjoy the taste of your food. Yes. But not to have food be the celebration. Like, and that's something that I've come around to. Like, you know, I don't mean to monopolize this point, but no. one of the things that, like, I think I've learned is really important is that, like, societies would not exist as they are right now if we didn't come together over food. Exactly. Like, people came together in the beginning in tribes to find food. Like, there's a primal instinct of sharing a meal, and there is something to be said about traditions where we share meals with our families. But there's a difference between sharing a meal with your family and focusing on that meal being the most important part of it. It's the time with the people that's the most important. That's now what I've realized, that I've made holidays like Thanksgiving and Christmas— but, you know, me and John, we grew up in, in Italian households yeah. where food is the celebration. Oh, yeah. Food is the answer to everything. Like, birthday, it's your birthday. Here's lasagna. Right. And, I, and I came to, like, on my birthday, I'm like, I'm getting lasagna. Oh, right. Yeah. Or I, your grand aunt died. We have to make that dish that she made forever because, you know, she's dead. She we're never going to have yeah, it again. My, and I knew for my birthday every year my grandma was, and I, and I look forward to that on my birthday. More than presents at some some points was right. that I know that Sunday before my at, Either right before or after my birthday, my grandma's making lasagna. Yep. And that became like a big thing for me. And holidays are always about the food. What are we making? What are we doing? Right. So I then had to turn holidays and I make it about because I, this Christmas and Thanksgiving, I will allow myself to enjoy the food that's there that day. And it's one day and it's over. Right. Because in the past, it was always like, well, it's until these leftovers are gone, right. it's a free for all. But like other holidays, like Easter and, and things like that, it is about, and even I, well, Christmas is too, it's, it's about the people that are there, and it's about spending time with people that, you know, you care about, and, and it's about that, that, to me, that's what Christmas is, is more about now, and, and even, like, those kind of holidays, and, like I said, I'm not using food to celebrate, I'm right. celebrating with people, and food's there. Mm-hmm. Just so happens food made yeah. our parents, yeah. And, like, you know, we did that, and even on weight loss journeys, we want to celebrate with food. Always. I remember when I was a kid, and I did WW, um... The thing was like when my aunt was like, "Well, when you lose ten pounds, you and Uncle Joe should go have a donut together." Right, and it's you know it's food celebratory, and I got to that like you know everybody's like, "What are you going to eat when you lose that uh, hit two hundred? That was the thing. What is the meal you're going to have?" I'm like, right. "No, I don't want a meal when I hit two hundred. Right. I've had my meals." Exactly. 
I actually bought an expensive cigar and I went and I smoked that cigar. And to me, that was my by myself celebrating. Um, but when I lost weight the first time, back when I was in my twenties, when I hit seventy five, Taco Bell was my celebration. Okay. And I, and I think that's the difference now is that I'm not letting it be that you know that it's it's a celebratory thing where it's like this is my reward, right? Because I'm not an animal. I'm not gonna you know oh, I sit course. and you give me a treat. That's not you know that's not what's what's happening now. Um, and like you know again this this trip here like I wanted it to make it about we're hanging out with Gormy. He's leaving. Yeah. Um. We're we all know each other on Instagram. To me, it's not about food. It's about you know hanging out and uh, enjoy you know doing the podcast and other things like that. You know. It, but think about it, a couple of years ago, we could have had a real good time. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. no, without a doubt. Well, without a I, shot I of think, a doubt. like, that's one of the things, like, we, because that's a question I think we all get a lot is, like, so do you have cheat meals? When can I have a cheat right. meal? Like, I, I think it's this idea that, like, and, like, you, you started to hit on it, Anthony, like, we don't ever earn food. No. No. We make choices about food. Exactly. And I think <laughs> there's also a point where, like, we're, you know, all at different places, like, you know, in terms of where we're at and our weight loss journeys and, like, have come through to different places, you know, kind of different points in our journey. Right. And so, like, I feel like there's a point where I'm at this place now where if I want to eat something that's not keto and I'm choosing to eat it, I'm making a conscious choice to exactly. do it. Yeah. And I'm conscious of what the consequences of that choice are, how I'm going to feel the next day, all of those things. Yeah. And I can be okay with that. And it can be a moment that's worth it. And that's, that's the question that I throw out there a lot. Like, is that moment worth it? Because I, I, I have a client who very early on, like literally within probably four or five days of us starting working together, she said, okay, I'm running into a problem. Uh, one of my family parties is this weekend, the birthday party, and there's going to be cake at it. And it's a birthday, so I have to have cake. And I said, here's something I need you to remember. Cake is not going anywhere. Right. No, it's always be Cake around. will always be there. So is that cake from the supermarket worth I said. So I said, I, I literally said to her, I said, who's making the cake? And she said, well, we're getting it from the supermarket. I said, so you're telling me that a supermarket sheet cake is worth you throwing away the progress you've made over the past four days. Right. Is it? No. And she said, well, you know, it's because we're supposed to have cake at, at this party. And I said, well, let's think about this. Like, cake is always going to be there. Right. And I want you to think about what you want your choice to be. Like, this isn't your mother is making you a cake for your birthday. Yes. You know, from scratch. That you know is the only one time a year this can exists. Yeah. You're never yeah. going to have it again. Because I, you know, I had that same conversation with my coach when he we were talking about like what does maintenance mean for me and what does that look like. And I, because one of the things before COVID was I was planning to go to Europe this year. I was planning to go to Ireland and I was going to go to Paris because I wanted to go to Disneyland Paris. And I said to him, you know, one of the things I will probably do is if I stand in front of one of the best bakeries in the world in Paris, and there I can go into the best bakery in the world and get a croissant. I'm doing. I am yeah. going to go. I'm going to get a croissant. Oh, I, oh absolutely. absolutely. If I went to Italy, I was going to have pasta. Like, right. Yes. Because those are experiences that are yep. different yeah. than me going into my kitchen and making a box of Kraft macaroni and cheese. Absolutely. Yeah. Because like, you can always have that. Right. And it's it's the fact that that food isn't going somewhere. Right. So if you're at a place where your goals are more important than those choices. Let your goals be more important than those choices. Don't let anyone make you feel bad because you're not having cake at a birthday no. party. Don't let anyone make you feel bad because you're not having Aunt Zelda's creamed corn at Thanksgiving. Like right. you, and this is the thing that I think is really hard. No one hard. should dictate to you right. when or how you should eat because no. of a given circumstance. And, you have, and like honestly, like I've had to have the conversation with people where they say, "Well, you know, this person made this, so you should have some of this." And I said, "I was," and I just point blank said to them, "I was killing myself with food." And you want me to eat some of the food that I was killing myself with. That's more important <laughs> yeah. to you than, right. than that's what's most important to you about this event. That's, instead of that's me the being wrong there. thing there. And like for my birthday this year, 
it came, it was right at the beginning of when I started doing like my cat macros and my, and my intermittent fasting and calorie counting. And I chose on my birthday not to have cake because one, I, I wanted to hit my targets and two it was after six o'clock when I stopped or seven o'clock when I stopped eating. So that weekend I chose not to do anything because I knew what, what was more important to me was that when I stepped on the scale Monday, I wanted a loss because it was so long where I was struggling to even get a little bit of a loss. Right. right. So my mini goal that I gave myself was 210 down, which I'm at now because I, I was like, you know, when I hit 210 down, that if I have a week where I go up a couple of pounds, I'm, I'm, it's not the end of the world. And right. it's, it's never the end of the world. But right. I, that 200 mark was such a, a glass ceiling for me. Like oh, I, yeah. I, I hit it and then I couldn't get past it. And the furthest I got past it was like 202. Wow. So I wanted to be like, okay, if I get to 210, that if I have a week where the scale just doesn't want to cooperate with me, I'm still way above that 200 mark where I'm okay. Right. And I hit that. And to me, that means more to me than having a piece of cake. cake. Yeah. Now, as much as I love Carvel cake. Really? That's what you like? the whale. I love, like, I love the crunchies. Of it. All vanilla with crunchies. Oh, yeah. It's, it's amazing. But I know how much I love that. But guess what? Scully is going to be there. That Carvel, yeah. it's still there. Right. <laughs> it's still, what I can go that? there whenever I want, and I can, get a, I can get cake with crunchies. Now, if... You know, it was back in the day as my mother's blueberry crumb. All right, we might be, right, we might right. have, oh, a, yeah. we might have a different. Right. Well, uh, the, way the famous it. question I have now: um, I haven't had a real slice of pizza from a pizzeria or anywhere like that in five years. Seventeen years. So, five years. No. So, uh, oh no, oh no, yeah, he's, he's breaking my job. It's been eighty-four years. No, it's been five years. years. <laughs> so originally, when I when I started this this whole I'm not having pizza thing, the, the last slice of pizza that I had was um, <laughs> two days before I had bariatric surgery. Now, one, I was not even supposed to eat then, right? Right. I, if they would have found out, the whole surgery would have been absolutely canceled. Right? It's probably like uh, um, Jarps is eating pepperoni pizza in, in, in his car, in his, his, his sports car that Anthony can't fit in. But he's kidding. Really? You want to go there right now? We're going to go there. Tell the story. This. After the story, we'll tell, tell have just about it. a tad of respect. Why I'm sorry. Can I go back now? Yeah. All right, cool. So, so I, decided, <laughs> I decided to have a, a pizza two days before my surgery, and I told myself, listen, this is going to be the last time that you have pizza for the foreseeable future, okay? Whether you like it or not, okay? I've never talked to myself like this before, ever. I had that man-to-man, heart-to-heart, like it's over. Um, originally, I had made the goal, uh, if you get down to 260, you know, you can have a slice of pizza. 260 came, and I was like, do I really need this slice of pizza? I've had pizza, you know, for the last 22, 23 years of my whole entire life. This pizza's not going anywhere. The pizzeria that I get the pizza is for, is from, it's not going anywhere. Took the power away um, from it. Yeah. yeah, I took the absolute power away from the pizza. So 260 came. I didn't have the pizza. To this day, I still haven't had a real slice of pizza. Now, do I, you I, have a craving for it? Um, I have a craving for it. Originally, it was very hard to be around my family if they ordered in pizza. Okay. It was extremely hard to sit at the table or even be in the house. Now, they'll order pizza, and I'll have cauliflower pizza where they have regular pizza. Yeah, I'm the same or way I'll now. have Quest yeah. pizza. You know what I'm saying? Like, the urge isn't there. There was one point in time where I was like, oh, well, if I just eat the cheese off that slice of pizza... You know, it's just the cheese. There's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, I never I never gave myself that, okay, you could do it. Because I knew if I said, okay, you could take the cheese off, well, then that little cheese off was going to be, oh, you can have a little bite of crust. Right. Or, you know, you could just fold it a little bit and have a little bite. No. So I took the power. Like you said, I took the power yeah. away from the pizza. I had enough of it. See, I, I do, like, I do um, not necessarily a cheat day, like, but I, I have on Mondays after I weigh in. If I want something, I have it. Right. And most of it I do. I, I just, but it's not to reward myself. It's just. 
you know what? It's just I, I and I track everything. It goes into my thing, and I know I have a week. Then what do you to, use my fitness pal? I use well WWM. I, I double I double track. You do, yeah. yeah. I have no life. Yeah, this is basically what I double tracker, huh? Double tracker, double tracker. Well, I like to see Charlie beeps. I like to see also in the both apps. It kind of gave me an education on where I was going wrong. Right now on WW, I'm on the green plan. And it gives me 70 points a day for my height, weight, my age, and everything else, 70 points a day. With the double tracking, I've realized I use 35, maybe 40. Mm -hmm. So that to me is... And that's because you're getting more precise measurement because you're putting it into MyFitnessPal? Not even that. No, I'm getting... I'm I'm eating 1,800 calories a day, up to to 1,800 calories a day. Right. And I'm hitting a macro... And I'm hitting my macro goals... But when those 1,800 calories are up, that's it. Right. Like, there's no right, more right. food coming in, and it usually is anywhere from 30 to 40 points. Right. So you still have a lot of points that you didn't use. And if I was right. just doing that, that's where I went wrong sometimes. Where I'm like, oh, I can. Because people are always like, we'll just eat higher point foods. I'm like, yeah, those higher point foods have more calories. More calories, right. They're more caloric. And, you know, I've, I've talked about this more now in the open about how I, how I feel that's where WW is a little more flawed. And that, that maybe, I know what you said, but I'm just. Listen, I've been, I've, I'm. They were down, Big J. Sorry, sorry. I know. Listen, I love WW. I love it's a the great com- program. The com- it is. Well, I love the community. I love everything about it. Saved my life. Um, but in anything, there's there's flaws and there's oh, yeah. and there's things that could be different. And you know, I am not blaming them for it. It's you know, it got me to lose two hundred pounds. Right. Now, in anything in life. The longer you do something, the harder it is to keep doing it. Right. Of course. You know, like you look at athletes. Like you, you know, the thing for an athlete, the longer they, they play, the more their body is not to that or capability. But they or, have to yeah. then become a smarter, like Jordan, they always said, was a smarter player in his 30s and his 20s. Right. And you saw that on the court. And believe right. me, I, my Knicks, I lived through that every year. And... So what what I'm thinking now I'm becoming a smarter at, more smart with weight loss, and it's not just about the physical and what I, you know just tracking a point. Right. I'm now trying to understand the science and the breakdown of the food I'm putting into my body for my long term health and my my, my long term weight loss goals. So that's where I think it's different, and I hope one day that WW doesn't incorporate macros into it because that'd be awesome. Oh, you're saying you hope they do? Yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. Why not? Yeah, 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 why yeah. not enter a cat? Like, why right. not? Put that as part of it. Why? And I understand that they're, they're trying to be more of an overall wellness thing, which I think is a great step because attacking the mindset, which we talked about earlier, was never there. I mean, when it was Weight Watchers, it was just, you know, track your points and drink I your water. I just feel like they don't supply enough knowledge to the consumer as to why a food is such and such points and what it will do to your body, et cetera, et cetera. Because I feel like a normal, everyday 500-pound person is not hopping on, you know, WW to try to lose 300 pounds. Yeah, but you know what, though? At, and I'm not bashing. I don't at, want you to think that I'm bashing. No, but at, like at that. that weight, I didn't have, I, I, it was enough for me just to right, of course. track my points. Right. Yeah. And I think when you're starting out, it, 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 it really enough, was, yeah. it took everything for me to do that. Without a doubt. And then, you know, because I didn't start, and when I, even when I worked out the workouts, I did were more simple and everything like that. And as you go on, you have to add more things to it. But, I, you know, I, I think in a perfect world, it would have every aspect of it because, I've taken the the best parts of every, all these programs that I've made it into my own. Right. And if that means that I'll never be an ambassador or whatever, you know, fine. I, that's not my, my goal. My goal is never to be an ambassador. Um, my goal is to be healthy and be alive and be here, and I'll do whatever it takes to get that. 
I think that that's a way better goal than becoming an ambassador. Well, I mean, I I, I want to just tell I, I would like to be an ambassador because I'd like to tell you how great this program, program has saved my course, life. Yeah. And, you know, let your progress be. You know, my progress is my. You know, my page is public. Yeah. You want to see what I'm doing? Exactly. There, there it is. Podcast is public. It's you know, there's other ways to get about it. But of course, I would. You know, I would just. It's up. It was a goal of mine when I first started. I feel, just to have that title because it was like maybe that they, you know just recognition. It was like they they like they go here. Thank you for, you know, taking our program and running seriously. With it. And yeah, yeah. So exactly. that's but you know again it is what it is and I move forward. Can I can I share something with you guys? Mm-hmm. Please do. Um, what did I have for dinner last night? I don't know. What did you have for dinner last night? I know what you had for it dinner along tonight. With what the the conversation that, we, that you guys were just having? Ice cream cake. Ice cream cake. I had pizza. Did you like real pizza? I had real pizza. Really? What yeah. was that like? Um, it was amazing. Yeah. Um, I thought you had skillet a, pizza. No, not last night. Oh. There's a pizza place in Providence that I will never ever be see able again. To go to yeah. again. So, pulling yeast pizza, uh, they're phenomenal. Oh. I've actually had some of their pizza on my journey, you know, along the way. Like when I was testing, like how do I handle stuff like that? And I know right. I can handle it. Oh, I and remember when you did that. It was one of those things where I was like, what do I want to have before I leave? I want to have another piece of pepperoni pizza from them. You know, I want yeah. that experience. So I had. So how'd you go into it? You did. You gave yourself the the leeway of having one slice, two slice. What did you? Um, I had two slices of pepperoni pizza and some chicken tenders. Very uh, cool. Chicken in the air fryer, like chicken breasts, yeah. like because I knew I needed more protein. You know, the pizza was going to be I plenty of fat and carbs. Totally get that. Um, as far as like never, never going to have something. Yeah, again. I mean, like it was just like it was, and for me in that moment, it was something I wanted to do. Like yeah. it wasn't like. And you it knew- wasn't. I didn't sit in my car and eat pizza from a box, you know, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Like I've done many, many times. Like it was a conscious choice, and I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, this is something I'm gonna do before right. I go. I had I had pizza a couple weeks ago on Monday after I at the work one day. I'm like, you know what? I, I was and I was like one of the things where I was like dying for it. Right. And I went and I got two slices of pizza, and like the same thing. I didn't eat it in my car. I came home and ate it like <laughs> at the table, yeah. with, you know, like a, like a normal person. <laughs> And I tracked it, and I weighed it, and it was my food, and that was, you know, was it was it. a lot of points. It was almost 20 points for the two pieces what, what of pizza. What is it now? It goes by the gram. I weigh by the gram, okay. always. Um, I weigh a lot of things by the gram. Me too. Not anymore, but... Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, so it was almost 20 points of pizza, but, you know, I, I had it. Yeah, I had it, and, you know, it was... And that was it. And, and you know what? Honestly, it's it's never as good as you build it up in your head. Well, that that's also what my fear is of of stepping back into that zone and having yeah. pizza, pizza because my pizza was as good as I built it up to it? be. Oh, because it was, I feel it was like completely I, as good I, as I built it up to be. Oh, it was delicious, but it's no, like, I'm saying yeah. like you know, I had in my head I don't know what it was going to take. It was going to be like the like the be all and end all. I'm like it's no, it's really it's good pizza. pizza, yeah. And it's I may have cried a little bit. Did you? But you know what though, if it, if there's an attachment to it where I'm leaving, like you know, and here's the thing. I'm not just saying it because my brother's deli, my bro, well, Finn's deli, forty six, forty six, my brother must be good. Available for takeout right now. Yeah, Grubhub, Grubhub, everything. Grubhub. But my brother makes, and I'm not just saying because my brother, he makes a phenomenal egg sandwich. Like it's like, is it? Hands down, it's one of the best egg sandwiches I ever had. And back when I was eating, like you know, like a champ, I would my my dad used to call it the heart attack on the roll. Me and him used to get it. It was like it was bacon, egg, sausage, ham, salt and ketchup. Okay, it's amazing. It's. What kind cheese, of cheese which, do you like on your bacon, egg, and cheese? American. Bread? I'm in for this. Go ahead. So, yeah. American cheese. Cheddar. Woo! Cheddar cheese. American Not cheese. on an egg sandwich. All the time. All right, you're Plain bagel, American cheese bacon, on a burger, sausage, better. egg, nothing cheddar better. cheese, salt, pepper, ketchup on a, yeah. two plain bagels. Okay. Over easy egg with a slice of American cheese on top of it. Yeah. Nothing. It's, ama- it's amazing. American cheese nothing goes with, with eggs. Um, I love cheddar. Don't get me cheddar. wrong. But Cheddar's better. Cheddar's for other things. Um, so if cheddar I, has its place. Let's say if I was leaving Long Island. 
Um, should. And I wouldn't have my brother's deli for a while. Right. I'm like, you know what? One for the road. And I, and I get that. And, again, it's not using it to celebrate. We're not, no, we're not, we're not contradicting ourselves yeah. or, or being hypocrites like you probably people probably go, oh, look at them. They just say, it's not about that. Right. It's about um, I'm not going to have this anymore. I want to have it. And, and But we're at the point now where we can have it and walk away. And you're allowed to be a person. Yes, absolutely. You know, you're still a living, breathing, you know, organism that is going to want and need and 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 yearn for something. But at the same time, you have to be able to to know when it's oh the oh wow ah, there we go. Shout out to the deli. Shout out to Finn's Deli. Shout out to Finn's Deli Grubhub. Kevin seamless. says it's uh, definitely the best. I've had three sandwiches this week from his deli. There you go. Hey, there you go. I like it. That's awesome. Make sure you say Anthony's name at the door. They'll tell you to get out. Well, you can get a sandwich that's I, actually named Anthony. Say. Yeah, the Uncle Cheese. You can get the Uncle Cheese, yeah. which is not the sandwich I wanted. Right. 47 slices of American cheese <laughs> no, <laughs> on it, a poppy seed roll. The sandwich is hand-carved turkey, cheddar cheese, uh, avocado, ranch dressing. Avocado ranch. Not avocados and ranch Avocados dressing. and ranch. Oh, okay. Now, the sandwich I wanted was the sandwich I always got, was, which was egg whites, grilled chicken, slow pepper ketchup on a whole wheat. Hero or a roll? Oh, that's I was like, it's boring. That's Stupid. That's boring. I, 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 I got to be honest with you. I'm with your brother on that. Yeah. I'm with your brother. So when he finally gave me I was just so happy I had a sandwich because right. it was like well, five years. Well, you made years. it now. You're famous. You have a sandwich made after. Well, you don't have to do I'm anything anymore. I'm his brother, and like his friends have sandwiches. I understand his wife's got a sandwich. Well, I hope so. Obviously, because yeah. he has his wife, but then his friends got sandwiches. I'm like, well, come on. And I'm like, he's, like, he's, brother, like, he's like, go give me a sandwich. Give me a sandwich. Give me a I said, well, this one, the one, the salt pepper with, with the... With Same the thing, cup. I go in your deli and order every day. <laughs> he's like... Salt and pepper on a piece of wheat toast. He's like, it's gross. It it's gross and stupid. Nobody gets it. I'm like, well, you, I said, his friend Mike gets I'm like, Mike has it. Yeah, Mike's a meathead. He eats chicken and eggs all the time. Yeah. It's stupid. Nobody's going to buy it. <laughs> so I'm like, oh. So... And I want to hear a live recording of your brother to see if that's an accurate impression. It's spot on. Spot on. Spot Balls on. on accurate. He No, he's more alive. But when you talk to him, he's like, oh, right, so... But no, he's very friendly. You go into the deli, he's very friendly. No, he sounds he sounds like a peach. He is. Well, D. Domenico's are very friendly people. I was trying to give you a peach. No, they're not. Peach pit well, there. maybe they are. He's peach not. Pit. I was trying to give you a uh, peach I missed pit. it. I, I missed it. set that up for you. As always, my I don't, I missed the I missed the setup. <laughs> I missed the punch then. But no, like I was saying, it's so it's it's important to to celebrate to celebrate not necessarily the food, but like you're kind of celebrating Leaving Providence, so this is the, your home, and you're you're going to start getting a, a new chapter. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with giving well, yourself mean, a little pat on the back and giving I, yourself what you I want. I don't want to rant for a second, rant baby. But there's literally no good pizza in California. I, I have probably I, not. I lived in California at over 500. Pounds. Oh, I believe it. There is no good yeah. pizza so in your in prime California. when you're like prime I was eating. in my food prime. <laughs> yeah. I remember here. This is what <laughs> the two of you will enjoy. You're this. like 92 Jordan. So <laughs> I. I, my, my friends in California, in, in Long Beach, said one night, you know, we're going to take you to the best Italian restaurant oh, please in this don't. area. We're going to go, and they have the best food. They have the best Italian food. They have this dish, this special. It is it's primo Italian Bernardini. food. <laughs> I was like, I was, I was pumped. I was like, I'm an East Coast guy. You know, I'm, you know. I may be Irish, but like Italian food runs through yeah. my veins. Was it in a restaurant, like, Mamma Mia's? Yeah, no. it's always usually that like yeah. it's like, hey, no. Uncle Dino's. So we go in, and they're like, you know, the specialty they're known for is this. It's 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 primo Italian food. It's called the Chambord Chicken, and what it is is chicken in a sauce made with Chambord liqueur, which, if anyone knows, tastes like a a grape soda. Yeah, and literally, they all ordered chicken. 
drenched in Chambord liqueur as the primo Italian. And I was like, uh, well, do they have chicken parm or veal parm? <laughs> oh, no, they don't have that. But we have we have chicken Chambord. Do they have? Uh, they had a lasagna that was like it, sound, it was very <laughs> weird. It was it was all and I literally I kind of I pouted. I was like, this is not Italian. I'm I'm not. I'm really mad. I'm really not. Do you guys? You, you don't even make your pasta here. Okay. Um, yeah. It's got red lentils in it. Well, and then <laughs> I, was, I was I was I was I was complaining. Oh, yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be a hard had one to come back from. I I was complaining about not having good pizza, and one of my friends said, "No, we'll order pizza tonight. It's gonna be great." And we ordered Papa John's. Oh my god! And I was like, "Take me home! I hate this it here. is the best pizza." And then I will say, eventually, I found in Ocean Beach, which is where I'm moving in San Diego, there was a place on Newport a- Newport there Newport yeah. Street called New York's New York Pizza, and they had actual New York style pizza. And I think I wept when I had it. Like, like yes. honestly, I was like, it was probably two o'clock in the morning. We had closed the bars; they're the open till like three. I was literally like, <laughs> I want a piece of this and a piece of that and a piece of this and a piece of that and a piece of this and a piece of that. Yeah. And like I sat there with this like tray. Like my friends are all having like one piece of pizza. And I'm like, get the fuck away from me. I'm Time to pizza. play the game. Yeah. <laughs> and Time to play the game. They're not open anymore. So oh, like that's, oh. that, that is not there. So the, the possibility of getting good pizza is out of my life. So I literally was like. I'm going to have good pizza one more time so I remember what it's like. So when I have to tell the children about it after the (laughs) when the when the the apocalypse that is our country (laughs) comes to a close, when we're when we're all eating MREs that we recover (laughs) from an underground base that wasn't irradiated, then I will say in my day, we used to actually put the tomato sauce on a slice of thin cracker like (laughs) bread with some cheese. No, no, it was not. It was not the American cheese that I've told you about before. That had other purposes. There's a thing called mozzarella. But I, I will say also, like now this like makes sm- uh, smoked mozzarella. By the way, do we like smoked? I do, and I I tried to buy some of that for the the fresh mozzarella we had yes. mozzarella we had tonight. Very good. They smoke it, so it's fresh smoked mozzarella. It's amazing. Yeah, try to say the name of the I cheese. I don't. I'm kind of cheese. I'm going to screw it up. Kind of cheese. Kind of cheese. No. Mots. Moots. Mootsa. What do you put on lasagna? What's it out? What do I put on lasagna? Yeah, okay. I put fresh ricotta. Oh, ricotta. See, ricotta. I, put, I put ricotta on it. Put ricotta yeah, on I put ricotta on it. That's what I put on it. You like manicotti? <laughs> I'm going to beat you all with a sack of potatoes. That's uh, what my people can do. Can I have some of that capicola? capicola? I thought this was going <laughs> to... So when we I pulled knew, up here... I knew the Irish Gourmet, Italian su- summit was going to be Gourmet bad. Gourmet told me that the state appetizer here is fried calamari, and everyone likes to go into the restaurants over here and order the calamari. With hot pepper good. rings and marinara to dip it in. Oh, yeah. some marinara? We're going to get in the, the car. Marinara. We're going to get the car. We're going to go over to the, to, the, to the park in the bar, and we're going to have some calamari. Have a couple of beers. Want some beers? Some Sam Adams. Can I get a Sam Adams and calamari? <laughs> you got any fresh mozzarella back there? You got mozzarella? I want to have it with my Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Are you kidding? Yeah, it's, it's, it's September. Oktoberfest is done. They're moving on to Sam Summer already around here, probably. They're coming back around. They loop around very fast yeah, with I know. the Sam. The Sam disappears very fast. Well, it's, it's, a, it's I was a Guinness guy when I drank. All right. Were you? I haven't had a drink in. Gorby's having a drink tonight. I'm I haven't had a drink in. Two years and nine months. It's ended tonight, boys. Right. That ends so tonight for Gorman. That happens. I'm going to be on the floor, probably. I said a drink. One, a we're drink. Having, we're having, I'm having a tequila. Having You're going to gonna have a drink. I don't I'm know what that drink is. I'm going to put my sunglasses on. I'm going to order a tequila Cuts. on the rocks. Cuts. Cuts. Hey, Cuzzy. 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 
Because I love, I love these, like these sunglasses he wears. I'll give you guys a watch over on Facebook Live. Yeah, yeah. No. Boom. Let me get a tequila on the rocks, Patron Silver, if you got it. <laughs> if not, what about a tequila? Give him the other bar to go. We're going to go to somewhere else. <laughs> we're going to... What we're gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you to drop me and Anthony off, so because we want to walk a little more to the bar. Oh, you're you gonna walk? Park. Yeah, you're gonna get we'll those steps in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna in. go back to the hotel room. Well, we actually have to wrap this fun up. Believe it or not, it's, we do. Uh, yeah, do it's we? Been over, yeah, it's been over now. A little over now. Yeah. Oh, Anthony's got this strict sixty minute rule. Not sixty minutes, but people, you know, we, we really? also you know want to go to uh, to the to the to the cigar bar it's and Saturday and, uh, night. Saturday have night. Lives. They have lives. These but, people watching. It was uh, it was a lot of fun doing this. It's probably the last time we're going to do this for a while. You yeah. know, if you're uh, you're going to San Diego, and I'm glad we got the chance to sit here and chop it up. Oh, for this a little was bit. awesome. For I had sure. a really good time. Me too, Gormy. Good luck in San Diego, man. Yeah, Gormy. Thanks please, so much, guys. I'm, I'm glad you were able to to get up here. And, and uh, big shout out to the Gormits for opening up their house for Seriously, us tonight. Yeah. We had yeah. dinner with uh, Gormy's parents, which was a lot of fun. Gormy yeah. is as good as a chef as he shows himself to be on Instagram. I will say that he whips up a mean steak. Um, Smell delicious. It was delicious. Anthony had some <laughs> some Tupperware baked chicken, which also looked delicious, and a and a baggie of prunes. We determined. Yes, they were grapes. They, they were prunes. They're moon, no, they moon drop grapes. Yeah, moon sure dropped out of your ass. They were great. We're, <laughs> we're, 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 we're waiting for the after effects of the prunes. I'm Something's definitely going to drop. I got an iron stomach. I'm Italian. Something's going to drop. Italian stomach. All right, everybody. Thank you guys so much for tuning in for watching on Facebook Live and everybody listening at home on your podcast listening devices. We'll see you next time. Take care, guys. Later.